My spike is really small, but there is a spike there. That's so what she hey, said. It's, it's how you use your spike that matters. It's small, but it's there. You'll still feel it a little bit. I never will. <laughs> I would I would hope not. <laughs> Justin, do you, do you just have a pack of drinks next to you? Oh, is that uh, Oberon? Two-hearted. Josh is flexing on us by not having a drinking problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, he never I started, drink water. so he never, never got there with us. Uh, so Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons the Dragoning. So this will mean very little to Jake, because he doesn't love me enough to actually listen to our podcast. Oof. Right. But previously on Damper Sands, the party investigating Wardell's kill squad Went to the Gnomelands, where they met the leader of the Chittle Rats, John Chittle. He, after drinking from the Crazy Cup, told them that it was the humans that hired him, and that there's a group that was trying to get Wardell killed. You guys then went back, everybody did their little uh, clip show thing, Mimi trained her skunk, Tristan was introduced because Trog is out and got fired. And, uh, killed Glider. And Crawlag. Crawlag. Thanks. Crawlag did something. You gave Mimi a pendant. Oh, to make her skunk sentient. Yep. And then Talon got a letter from an ex who told him that a certain Aarakocra was asking about him and that it was the his... Friend from childhood, or friend that died, supposedly. This is D&D. This is d d Don't be a friend of a main character. Soap opera. The most dangerous profession in D&D is being a parent. Or apparently just being your character. In my case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 just being Josh is pretty dangerous. Alright, so introductions and whatnot. Hello, welcome to d and Damper Sands. Damper. <laughs> An all original actual play something 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 podcast. I am your host and DM, Justin. You can follow me at Dirge of Life. And with me is I was gonna say Briar. Brittany. <laughs> it's Brittany. She really uh, is a character. I I'm playing Mimi. I you can follow me at Bree Black <laughs> on Twitter. And that's it. That's the whole thing. That's my entire introduction. Pretty sure I gave every job. bit of Good information job. I needed. Boom. There's Josh. Hey, I'm Josh. What's up, Josh? I play Tristan. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh on Twitter. Yeah? Definitely. Oh, my God. And it's spelled a certain kind of way. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're curious about it. why it's Twitter. Well, you see, Twitter doesn't allow the word Twitter in a username. So I had to put Twitter. I'm curious overall. 
how much time we've wasted spelling out your username for all the listeners (laughs) at this point. (laughs) You think we've reached maybe an hour? I don't know quite that, but... It's gotta be an hour. It's a significant amount. (laughs) Martin? And I'm Martin. I play Crawlag. You can follow me on Twitter that I don't use, at CastGreatsword. I can't believe that was available. Introduce Dash. I was just looking at pictures of her earlier today. This is Dash. Hey, baby. Companion familiar. She's a beautiful pit with a big butt. And a big brown spot on her face. Aaron will not be here today. Or, I mean, probably not for a little bit. R.I.P. Because he works and stuff. But follow him at Golden Taiga. Follow his stream on Twitch. Same thing. I mean, follow his tweets and he'll just tweet about it. So, he does that a lot. But, we do have a very special guest star. Who's going to introduce themselves. I'm Jake. I am playing the Master Merchant Gideon. A colorful rogue and wizard. You cannot follow me on social media because I do not have a public social media presence. It was really hard to get him. It was real hard to book him for this. But we did it. I have not been bugging Justin at work for weeks, asking him to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you can also, fun fact, follow our podcast on Twitter at Pod, or email us at DamperSandsPod at gmail.com, or watch us stream at DamperSands on Twitch, or like, be in the Discord, just click the link, or Patreon, that still doesn't exist. But click all the links. Click only them all. Fans click the soon. links, and especially our OnlyFans. <laughs> Those Martin nips are immaculate. <laughs> when you can see them through the hair. Oh, you Remember can to like and subscribe. Like, it's like two flashlights through in the darkness. <gasps> Bright pink flashlights. Bright pink through black hair. It's this great. podcast is also NSFW. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's accurate. They're all marked explicit. I think we've released one thing that wasn't marked explicit, and that was Brittany's character's backstory. Because it's just extreme. You gotta up your game, Brittany. You know, I drop more F-bombs than anyone else on the podcast, so I feel like I can I can live with that. That sounds I think a challenge. I think I'd be you on that. I'd love to run the numbers on this. I certainly used to drop them a lot, and then I started feeling bad because your son listens, and maybe yeah, I don't know I mean, much. He's already been ruined by us, so it's fine. A hundred percent. But, I mean, in the episode I'm editing right now, we talk about the name of genitals, and Amy reveals that hers are Pamela and Lee, so my son's gonna know that. (gasps) Oh, poor Manny. So. But what are you gonna do? Don't listen to the podcast if you don't want to know shit about your parents. Yep. I mean, it's too late at this point. This is like six episodes later, but... This podcast is brought to you Sorry, by Manny. Responsible Parenting. <laughs> Get some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We bantered. Did we? Probably. That's cool. So, if you m- remember correctly, the king said, wait a couple weeks, come back, he'll have some info for you guys to make it to the human land, figure that out. He said, Trog's fired, basically, but if you find somebody to bring them along, and they can join someone like Tristan. So what are we doing right now? I, I would assume you guys are about to go to the king. Let's go to the king. <laughs> and you do. To the king! <laughs> Drew comes with you. Your new boss, Tristan. I'm the Wait, boss? Tristan's our new boss? 
No, Drew is Tristan's new boss. Uh, hello, I'm Drew. Drew! Wait, do we know Drew? Wow, Martin. What? (laughs) (laughs) Drew Gray! Main character. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Just kidding. Aragorn, instead of Arathorn, who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) Oh, Drew, tell me something about your childhood. I was an orc. Fascinating! Could we see the king? Yeah. And he leads you through the castle. I <laughs> uh, lead you guys to the king's quarters, as always. Forgot his new servant since uh, Josh killed off the old one. Okay, he's a halfling, and I've got some letters that might be a name. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you liked your spelling more than mine. It's either Yunj or Yunch. It's Yunj. E-U-N... S-C-H or E-U-N-G-E? I believe it's Y-U-O-U-N-G-E. Wait, oh, I had the front part bed too? Okay, wait, so it's... <laughs> that's just young! All right, Yunge, cool. Yunge, he's the new glider. Yeah. Uh, Yunge meets you at the door to the king's quarters and leads you to the dining room table you normally meet at. King sits there with a large mirror next to him. And a human in a... Uh, describe your character, Jake. Uh, a human uh, with a well-trimmed beard, olive skin, and a very fine clothing with slashed sleeves and trousers, and a multicolored cloak. So, like, green olive skin or black olive skin? Like Mediterranean. <laughs> uh, slashed, like, uh, fashionably, or because you've been in a lot of sword fights? fashionably how much pimento justin go to your room (laughs) (laughs) uh he sits at the table also uh the king waves for you guys to sit down i sit oh okay (laughs) (laughs) fuck you king i'm not sitting Uh, moving pictures. Yes. I know, Brittany's- You know Mimi's thing. checking them out while munching on something. Uh, the moving pictures you see that are normally hanging beside the king. The one with the green water fountain now shows a large half-orc leaning over it with what looks to be a face made of water looking back at him. Oh, we know that one. Another one shows the same coliseum of orcs with the battle earlier. This time, the female orc- uh, stands on a podium as different people walk up and kneel in front of her. And the crackled, glowing desert landscape that's normally front and center has been moved off to the side and instead replaced with a low-angled view of a dark room showing Trog sitting in a chair. In the immediate foreground is a pair of skinny legs in leather pants standing sideways, and you see a candle on the ground just burst a flame and then go out and burst a flame each time it grows bigger and bigger in the background seated and watching in amazement is four figures a green dragonborn a dwarven woman an older hooded human and a human that you do not recognize at all you haven't seen him at all but he has a couple birds perched on his shoulder why did you specify that we hadn't seen the human? Had we seen the green dragonborn and the dwarfen woman? Were they the people uh, we fought in the basement yes. of the keep? Okay, so we recognized some of roll, the people. Roll in the a focus. perception. Yeah. Thanks. Ooh, eleven. 
Uh, the green dragonborn has tried to kill you on several occasions. Us? Yeah, that would be I think they'd remember that. Yeah. Tristan doesn't, but... Is that a girl at Martin's house? Why isn't she is waving it? back? She's petting puppies. Who's that? Do we know this person? That is Winter, and no. No, you don't. <sighs> what a cool name! <laughs> is Winter coming? <laughs> oh, shit! <sighs> Winter is coming. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. No, no, <laughs> Justin. Justin said the Game of Thrones house. That's not all he said. She said she gets that a lot. I bet. Do you know how many times I get Jake from State Farm? I I empathize. Wait, is she here for you or Martin? Nope, J- you or Jordan, Martin. Uh, yes, but they're going bowling. Ooh. Interested. Mm. Okay. Martin's just like, shut up. <laughs> Do you look in each other's eyes while doing the devil's three-way? I'm not having this conversation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yes! That is a what is she saying? answer by remission. Alright, I gotta stop being so omission. interested in omission. Remission is related to cancer. I hope it's not an answer by remission. Yeah, I came back. I feel like this is totally, like, this is such a dynamic for D&D. Like, Martin is sitting at home on a Saturday night to play D&D. <laughs> and, like, uh, normal people are going out together. I feel like I'm performing because she's watching. Yeah, she's real what? into this. Ask her if she listens to Damper Sand Podcast. He doesn't. Give her Tell a her link. Tell her to listen to it and no. to rate us on nope. iTunes with a five-star review. How do you have any type of acquaintance that doesn't listen to this podcast? Do you not tell your friends? Uh, because I... I, d- I don't know. <laughs> Did you tell... Does she know you're recording D&D podcast right Yes. Now? 100%. Does she know that her laugh is going to make it into the podcast? Does she know That's she's That's not even the, the good one. We have two special guests today! She's got a better laugh? Yeah. Tell her yeah, to laugh better. Have you seen the gif of, like, the lizard that's like, <laughs> she has one of those laughs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to do it on camera. I was going to say, that sounded more like the George W. Bush laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or the, right. The king. The king. Crawleg, would you like to roll a perception on this painting? Sure. Uh, 20. Nat well, 20 or just 20? Uh, adjusted. All right, uh, you recognize the female dwarf as... No, you don't recognize. You weren't there for that. The newer, older man, or new, newer man with the birds on his shoulders. Uh, you've seen in the city before, uh, usually in, in front of a magic shop. He's one of the guys that would, you know, advertise through message in your head. Weird that he's there. Can you repeat some of that? Because, like, there's some loudness. The viewer heard it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the king looks at the painting in disgust. Uh, so does Drew. The middle one? Yeah. Ever since we mentioned the king, that song from the Hamilton soundtrack, You'll Be Back, has been playing in my head. Oh, Jordan can hear it, too. <laughs> no. No, Jordan can't. Why are you... <laughs> Why are you dancing, Martin? This is why we should be live streaming, babe. For the dance moves. <laughs> you do the side thing, Justin. <laughs> Jordan performed. It's fantastic. Dude, now now uh, your viewers will not see Justin doing Gangnam style on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh Drew hands you guys or puts a letter on the table. Uh seems like Talon won't be here. Anybody wanna read it? Is he going on a book tour? Drew will read it. <laughs> And he also pulls out a handful of crumpled papers and throws them on the table, too. Dear Drew and Company, due to an unforeseen 
personal matter, I must take a temporary leave of absence in order to ensure the protection of my family and my brand. Please keep the epicness of your adventures to a minimum until my return. And please keep Fredifer from tuning any of my instruments kept at the office, as I've told him countless times that he and I start in different keys. May your blade strike true, your spells land too, and may every bard you cross seem worse than me to you. With the correct amount of sentiment, talent guildwing, bard extraordinaire. P.S. Included are several coupons granting you the friends and family discount at select stores for purchasing my newest book. Feel free to use them yourself or give them as a fine gift or perhaps a bribe if necessary. Discount is good for 5% until the end of the month or while supplies last. Available at select stores only. Redeemable only for Toll of the Troll by Talon Guildwing. <laughs> Bird Extraordinaire. See store for details. I was wondering if Aaron actually wrote that and then like halfway through I realized that he definitely did. Yeah. Absolutely did. Yep. A 5% discount, huh? Yeah, friends and family. Also, was there a reason why he was gone in there? Or just a lot of... It's a bar. He doesn't need a reason. Alright. He's gone. Goodbye. Something protecting his family. family. Okay, okay, okay. He uh, knocked up the wrong noble's daughter and has to bail. (laughs) Hanging out at the favorite bar, Diplomat's Daughter. Alright. So the king, uh, hello. This is... What's your name? Master Merchant Gideon. This is Gideon. He's your guide. He's your specialist going forward for your next mission. Wait, is he the guy with the two birds? <laughs> Not at no, all. No, Martin. The guy with the two birds is in a portable viewer. He's in the moving picture. He's the one you oh. recognized as somebody other than the guy sitting right in front of you. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up. I'm caught up. I understand. Uh... He taps on the mirror. You see an attractive lady dressed in all red, a nice hat with a feather in it. <laughs> Do we recognize who that is? Uh, roll a religion, all of y'all can. Seven. That's a four. Uh, eleven. Ah, <laughs> seven. Well, Gideon and Crawlag, you both recognize them. Well, you were sent here, Gideon, by her. Oh, uh, okay. I hope I recognize her. <laughs> But Kralak, I've never seen her before. You're pretty sure this is Lady Scarlet, the god of the Northern Lands, the pirate queen. All right. Anybody remember Lady Scarlet voice? Nope. As done by Aaron. Oh, uh, haughty. That's not a voice. I don't remember it at all. All right. The king says, I, I reached out to some contacts and Lady Scarlet has offered her services to help us free a man from prison that will know what's going on. He's a high-ranking, previously high-ranking member of of Dynair's council. He's a former smuggler, but Lady Scarlet managed to flip him years ago and has been offering information since. But he was recently caught and is now in the Cackling Islands prison. I see a prison break coming. Oh, it's a heist. Uh, Gideon takes off his shirt and reveals the tattoo layout of the (laughs) prison. What? (laughs) (laughs) Lady Scarlet, who is in this mirror, now 
speaks to you in a voice that is exactly how she sounded before. Mm-hmm. No different. Yes, this is... Or, you must rescue... <sighs> Find the name... She quickly struggles really with her notes. quick. Uh, Captain Edward Park. He is uh, a ward of mine's father, and has been giving me information for years. Knowing Dynair, he will have him tortured and killed in some kind of public display. So you must free him before that happens. I've sent Gideon. He's a master thief and can help you in your journey. You're far too kind. I thought he was a master... Oh, wait. Crawlick. I thought he was a master merchant. Oh, there's little difference between theft with money and theft with tools, I assure you. And it's a pleasure to meet you all. Anyway. <laughs> the defense rests. <laughs> Be cautious when entering this prison, as anyone with magic abilities is locked in the coffins. Oh. I'm sorry, you said coffins? That's what they call them. Specialized cells meant for the magically talented. So be wary, whatever your plan, to enter, not to show any magical prowess. They have no way to test for magical abilities. It's just if they happen to see you using a spell. Yes. So are we infiltrating the prison as prisoners undercover, or are we simply breaking in? Well, the Cackling Isles are inaccessible. By anything but the specialized magical networks set below them. The ocean there is too chaotic to land a boat. You can fly in, but you'd be seen. So the best way may be to get yourself cloaks of invisibility. Or that if you have those. Justin, you <laughs> did say we should get thrown into prison, but it got covered. Is that did you say that? Yeah. Yes. The best way may be to do that, unless you have another idea, or another way around it. And we can't access these magical channels without going to prison? Not without being underwater. That could also be arranged. When you say that could be arranged, do you mean for all of us, or just for you? I can get us all through underwater. I can turn into underwater things. (laughs) No, we could swim. Well, you can all swim, right? I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would require a small outlay of gold up front, but we we could make it. How long is it to out of character? How long is it to the Crackling Isles? Uh, it will take you about six days travel on horse. So we travel overland, and then we uh, do a little bit of razzle dazzle and swim the rest of the way underwater. How how far of a swim would that be? Oh, it would not be fun. That's what the magic is for. Well, dang it, now i got to think of that voice again. Crawl crawl leg. Crawl crawl leg. Well, I already can do that spell. We could just swim there. Wonderful. A more cost-effective option. And what do we do once we get there? Kill everyone in our way and break him out, of course. Quietly. Most simple and to the point. I like it. I also like this side. Oh my god. I gotta- <laughs> 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 Crawlag breaks into a coughing fit. <laughs> I also like this idea. 
were you gonna fit or try again? Nope. Or? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was just me grunting in agreement. Now, our um, suitably ferric metallic friend, um, you want rust, will you? Oh no, I, I, uh, I will grease up before we embark. <laughs> Wait a second, have you looked like a robot the whole time? He is a, basically, a I, large just met me. suit of armor. <laughs> oh, I just met you, okay. I, <laughs> Think of Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist. That's actually yeah. the comp I was going to do, too. Only instead of a helmet, he's just got a hood slung over. That you can't, can't see, see into. Okay. And we, I just met him. Everyone I was, just met I, him. Okay, I was just making sure that I haven't known him from another episode, because I'm like, I don't know what is happening right now. Yeah, Mimi previously met him and invited him. Last I knew, I was a bunny. I don't know when that even changed. (laughs) Sounds like we have a plan. That's pretty workable, too. All right, I shall leave. And the mirror just turns into a mirror again. (laughs) Wait, I thought she was supposed to help us. Wasn't it her thing to help us? She, she gave said me information and a Gideon. Thanks, Scarlet. She gave us information, the tools we need, and a Gideon. Crawl, crawl lag. Crawl lag. So, Gideon, you know Lady Scarlet, so are you also a pirate? Oh, I have never been convicted of piracy. Have you sailed on the ships and worn the funny hats? Oh, I prefer to pay other people to sail on ships and wear funny hats. Fair enough. I am fond of nice hats, though. Also... With the king's permission, it is technically not piracy, it is privateering. An important distinction. One of them you get hanged for. Tristan is sort of looking around at all the moving pictures. In a few hundred years, every living room should have one of these. Oh, if there was an enterprising merchant, it'd be in twenty years. So, I, I don't I don't think that Crawleg can swim. But you, were, you used to live in a swamp. Like, is it a skill that would be... I think it'd only it's be... It's just a player choice. Everyone can swim by default. Yeah, so are you gonna, you just gonna say no, he can't? You're gonna intentionally make this more difficult just, for no reason. I'll just turn into a crocodile. There that you works. Go, buddy. Swim through the water. Is the crocodile big enough that Tristan could ride? No. Wait. That would, that would be the greatest <laughs> no. way to break into a prison ever. <laughs> On the back of a crocodile. Fully visible. Not terribly stealthy. Clanking. Oh, did you think this was going to be a stealth mission? Because uh, I really, I really hope not. I hope it will be a stealth mission. <laughs> if it does uh, abruptly become a non-stealth mission, do we have a plan for that? I think the plan is still kill everyone we meet. Got it. What could we could bribe them? Be polite. Be efficient. Have a plan to kill everyone. Ah, uh, the king looks at you guys. Well, it seems that you guys have some sort of plan. Uh, you have six days to figure that out as you ride to King's Peak, which you guys know is the capital, and that the Cackling Islands would be right behind it off the cliff. I would say every single moving picture in this room is King's Peak. <laughs> what? A peak. Is the king not peeking in oh, on all these people? Oh, pun. Uh, a, a clever wordplay. Well, we have six days hard riding ahead of us. King does not laugh. (laughs) (laughs) May we be excused, my liege? Yes. Me and Drew have to plan a couple more things. As he, like, glances at the picture with Trog, I await your return. 
And we await your... Trog was on our team, right? He wasn't from a different Mm -hmm. campaign. Okay, I don't think that I would just not notice and say something about it. Probably go look at that picture closer and be... I don't know. We love Trog, right? (laughs) We were sad that he got taken away, right? Wait, hold on. The only other person who knew him was Crawleg, right? Yes. Okay. Crawleg probably doesn't even know him. (laughs) Crawleg can't remember when he was a rabbit last. (laughs) I mean, my most distinctive memory of Trog was him putting heads on pikes for reasons. (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. It did strike terror. What's, uh, what's happening over here? How's Trog? Uh, you look at the painting again, and you see the figure that was in the, you know, you could only see the legs of Mm -hmm. before, uh, step forward, and you realize it's Wardell. What, what is Wardell doing in there with him? (gasps) Yeah? (laughs) Well, Mimi just realized what was happening with the candle. (laughs) This is also the one where there's just four other randos in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> the king oh. sees you staring. Don't worry about that right now. We have plans to rescue him. We just need to find out where they're at. Wait, you don't have Trog? No. The only information we know currently is that they are within the Irie Bounce. There's a name for the country. Tarim, maybe? Within That's... the Tarim border. Okay. Uh, Mimi's gonna get, she's gonna touch the picture even if she's not allowed to. She's just gonna <laughs> just tap it, the picture and say, hang in there, buddy. It feels like a painting, and as things move, like the paint underneath your hand moves and you can feel it moving. Ooh, cool. Okay. That's Ooh. cool. Roll another pers- or roll an investigation check while you do that. Jesus, these rolls are out of control. Four. That's all. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Okay, let's get the heck out of here. All right. We ride. We ride to Mordor. No. You fly, you fools. One does not simply ride into Mordor. <laughs> okay, do we need to, like, prep for this anymore? We're just, this is it? We're just barreling headlong, headstrong? As the DM, I will tell you, that will not be a tonight thing. Oh, cool. Oh, we won't get to the prison tonight? Probably not. Whack. I was already for a heist, and then doing, <laughs> doing each step. So you guys travel out of Irie towards Always the. Always gonna be another mountain. Always I was gonna want to make it, it move. I was <laughs> <laughs> gonna be an uphill battle. It's our, it's our traveling music. Yes, You know where it, it's all of us in a line in the sunset as we're like climbing over mountains. So we get to where we're going. So you cross the border into Dynair's land. It is... You you cross the little ditch in the ground that every border has. Pretty sure I've never driven over a ditch on my way into Ohio. Yeah, yeah, no. Every single it's border. very clear what the borders are because there's a giant ditch. Yeah, you have to jump over it. There's probably some sort of ore in the ditch, you know, glistening, so if you were a bird, you'd be able to see it. There isn't a border around Ohio, because the only way they, they can get you to come there is to, to trick you into not realizing you're crossing a border. They're just constantly filling in the ditch. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> but you can always feel the ditch. Like, you feel that bump. Mm-hmm. The, the transition from Ohio to Michigan. Yeah, it's our roads. You hit That's Michigan and tell. all of a sudden there's potholes all over the place. Yeah. But you get yeah. this crushing depression 
driving into a Yeah, wild. absolutely. You're like, fuck, I'm in the worst state. About 30 minutes into your travel, well, as soon as you enter, there is, the road becomes a perfectly white, bricked road that is immaculate. You don't see dirt on it. You don't see, like, horse shit or anything. Mimi's immediately checking to see if she's leaving marks all over it. Are we on Oz? Like, your horses are leaving marks, but as you move forward... (laughs) There's an army of little gnomes behind us just brushing... The cobbles, stones. Wait, we have go. horses this Funny time? you say that. <laughs> because about half an hour into your journey, you come across a camp off to the side full of gnomes. Crawleg and Mimi roll a perception check. Eleven. Um, mine is seven plus. Crawleg paying attention as usual. Twelve. I had to math. You guys math don't really recognize anything in there. But you do see several gnomes chained and painting pictures as a human sits in a throne nearby. Oh, this is the one guy we ran into that you wouldn't let me heat metal on everything. I don't remember this guy's name. Fuckwad? John Chittle. Oh, the Chittle Rat guy? Wait, so the encampment has moved? Because clearly we're not in the same place that we were the last time we saw them, yes? Okay. If you remember, Talon, he deceived him into thinking he worked for the humans, Mm -hmm. and then talked him into coming to the human land and leaving the city of Slokin behind. On the way out, you guys told Quinn to go free the slaves. And yet here they stand. Quinn and the Robins... You, you told them to go free the slaves as you returned to Irie. Do we see Quinn there? No. And, we, and I don't recognize this at all? Is that what I rolled? I mean, you didn't, you can't see faces or anything. Okay, so it's not You're like not, I can tell what You'd have to get closer. Did they just, okay, all right. Good afternoon, you kinky fiends. <laughs> what? So right, yeah, what? of course. That's Chains. how I'm going <laughs> to greet everybody now. <laughs> Well, there's chains and stuff. People are chained up. Yeah. Slavery is not kinky. Just assume the best. Give them the benefit of the doubt. It's only kinky if there's consent. That's right. (laughs) Not. It's just slavery. And I know this is a hot topic, but Damper Sands, as a group, we are against slavery. Anti-slavery, pro-consent. Pro-consent. Yes. We're pretty controversial around here. Pretty controversial, for sure. <laughs> Crawlag turns into a bunny and runs away. Goodbye. Tank tops back. We didn't even play uh, what what's in the background. That's because the light's off. He's starting to catch on. Yeah, it is my favorite part of playing D&D is scavenger hunting Martin's background. It's gotten less and less exciting over the months. Because I try to be a clean person. <laughs> I just fail. <laughs> several gnomes holding crossbows approach. Like, we're just passing on the road and they're, like, coming mm-hmm. at us. Are they blocking our path? You yelled a greeting to them. No, oh, they're, like, good. off to the right-hand side of the road. Okay. Oh, are we coming off the road, like, to investigate or just kind of going by? No, you're still on the road, but you yelled to them. Well, Tristan? One of the gnomes wears an eye patch, and he looks at you guys... And he sees Mimi and Crawlag, and like his eyes, I, I, eye lights up. That's insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> the eye we can see. It's to be determined if he has two eyes. Some people just wear an eye patch. He was he was blinded by a uh, 
an axe glinting sunlight off of it for a while. Oh, so he was blinded by the light. Okay. Were you singing singing that? I was singing that silently. Truck up like a douche and then a monomonomite. Hmm? Oh, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Something we might do to help you. Gentlemen, uh, hello. You you guys came. We we had a bet that you guys weren't going to show at all, and that you never worked for the king at all, or Dinair at all. I'm sorry. Were you expecting us? Some of you. Where's your dragonborn friend? He's. Where's your leader? Busy. He's not our leader. First of all. <laughs> first of all, I don't remember Mimi's voice for a second. So Mimi, give me a minute. We do this every get, time. I gotta, I gotta get my smokers cough going. Wait, that's that's what a gnome sounds like. They're do like, do it in the wrong order. Jimmy, where's my cigarette? <laughs> Similar to that, yes. Um, what do they <laughs> sell? <laughs> Unfiltered. More like Fran Drescher, though. <laughs> Ask the gnomes if they have Misty Light One Hundreds. You know what's the kind I like. <laughs> okay, what? What did he? Where's your leader? Yeah. Uh, first of all, he's not our leader. And second of all, none of your business. Why do you guys still have a bunch of gnomes chained up over there? That's our business? Mm. Like, I somebody else they talk are, to this fool. They're slavers, yes? Yeah. A distasteful business. We sell art? Art forgeries. Well, you know, what's the difference? Do they have, like, a... a is it the same camp as before? There's buildings and stuff too. No, or no is buildings. it all just open? Everybody in tents. So it's we open. Can, okay, can we like assess the situation? Sure. If we you tried to fight them, check. you know, do we feel roll like me we another win? perception or investigation? For the love of all things holy, I cannot roll today. Um, that would be a one. Ooh. Oh no! Wow! Not wah, a crit. Wah. Not a crit. Just a oh, one. Okay. Okay. You start to look around camp, and the gnome catches the sun in his crossbow and just kind of flashes it in your eyes, and you struggle to see anything. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, feel free to come into camp. Uh, John's been waiting. Who is John? John Chittle, leader of the Chittle Rats. So, uh, I'm sorry, was... How much does Gideon know about what, like, who we are, what we've been doing, etc.? And also Tristan. Nothing. I mean, Tristan would know okay. what you told him. Well, I assume over drinks, I probably told him a lot. So he's got to be aware of what's... I feel like, Tristan, we met at a bar, and Mimi's a drinker, so you probably know some things <laughs> about what's happening here. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. Sorry. I don't, honestly, does Mimi remember? No, does Brittany remember? Um, so, Chittle Rat, dude, we convinced him, it, wait, we learned that the humans were framing the Gnome King from him, right? That there was a group that he was hired of by that seems to work for the human. I mean, do we want to go s- talk to him, guys? Or do we want to uh, stick with the mission at hand? I mean, didn't we enlist somebody else to free these people, and they're clearly not freed? Right, like, maybe we should help them out. We probably should. Crawl Probably could. Roll an investigation. Ooh, it's a really good roll, which is good, because I don't think I'm proficient in investigating. I am not. That is a 21 adjusted. You see Faren and two of the other gnomes part that were part of the robins chained up with the rest. Oh, this is not happening. Aww. Fuck this crawl, noise. Crawl, crawl, like. <laughs> me, 
Mimi. Poor gnomes. Oh. Mimi. Wait, is it Mimi or is it Brad? Which one is it? I'm Mimi. It's me, Mimi. Crawlag. Crawl. Mimi. Mimi. It looks. Oh my god. Mimi. Crawlag. There's a. It looks like some of the, the gnomes that were supposed to free him are chained up over there. What? Who do you see? Cheating D&D. <laughs> uh, I say the names of the people that Justin told Thank me. Thank you, because saw. Mimi actually knows these people. <laughs> you know, she knew Farin, them when they were kids. Uh, I don't think any of, of the other people okay. ever introduced okay. themselves by name. Okay. Other than Tiki Taki, who is not there. But uh, I think we should go to their leader and have a little conversation with them. Is have a little conversation slang for murder? Carlag, you also see at least six guards with crossbows That's walking fine. around the perimeter. Six in addition to the four that are in front of us? Yes. Okay. That's a lot of crossbows. We should probably come up with a plan. My plan is, saying all I'm made of titanium. Of Your move. <gasps> Same I say we go talk to this Chittleman. Chittlefinger? Chittleman? What's his name? Chittle Chittle rat. Chittle rat, ah, of course. Escort me to Mr. Chittle Rat. Yeah, I do feel like Gideon maybe should do the talking here because he's pretty slick tongued. I have a six like charisma, our so he should 100% do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> because I talk in one way <laughs> action. Somehow my charisma is 19. <laughs> Somehow. That's wow. incredible. All right. Chittle Rat. Let's go. Let's chittle straight to the chittle rat. The gnome with the crossbow in front of you uh, leads you through the camp, and you walk past. Mimi, you definitely recognize three of the gnomes are the robins. You don't see anybody else. You said there's six guards that I saw by the other prisoners, or by the other slaves. Just walking around the perimeter, yeah. And there's four with us? Sure. Can I do a perception check to see if I see any others and, like, what they're wearing or arms or whatever? Why are you shaking your head at me? Because I know you're going to heat metal. (laughs) It's a great spell. Why would I not use it? (laughs) No, I would say with your previous investigation, like, you, you saw those six. You know they are wearing just leather armor and they're holding a crossbows each and maybe a short sword at their side and you see about eight different tents around how many slaves are there 15 all seem to be gnomes would it be a fair assessment that we probably see all of the people you said there's eight tents Mm -hmm. and there's 10 guards that i know of and 15 other people assume that the leader has his own tent so we got to be like close to like the max this camp is yeah Sure. I like when Martin's military intelligence makes him shine. How, how big are these tents? Because the gnomes definitely sleep in tents. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> the slaves but I mean, definitely right, so have shelter. We got one. Okay, so I'm thinking then, what, there's probably, how big are these tents? Like two-person tents? Like, these are field tents, right? They can't be that big. Yeah, like two-person tent. Uh, Except for the one behind uh, John Chittle and his little throne, which seems to be like an eight-man tent. Is that included in the eight tents? Yes. Okay. So there's probably like 14 guards, and we see 10 of them. This would be be my character's assessment. 
That would be Martin's assessment of the situation. <laughs> Thanks, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got 14 intelligence. I think that Crawleg could probably be like, yeah, these people sleeping out in the woods are probably only going to sleep two to one of these tents because they're little bitches and can't just sleep out in the woods normally, like a normal person. That didn't sound like Crawleg at all. This is Crawleg's head. Crawleg doesn't speak slowly inside of his own head. Crawleg doesn't. That's a speak serial with an killer accent. sign, by the way. Do you, you think, think to yourself in a different, in a different voice? You what? You just said that Crawleg doesn't think in his accent. No, Crawleg one hundred percent does not think in his accent. So you purposely yeah, put on killer. the accent. That's some, some psychopath. Sort of path Maybe psychopath, it's just, sociopath. You're something. I, each of my animals have a different voice too i can't think in all of those voices <laughs> crawlag prime voice within your head <laughs> to be fair crawlag probably doesn't think in common either yeah exactly i think in the language of the swamps <laughs> but i can't Swamp swim swampily it's it's just like myers yelling about <laughs> onions and shit hey caffeine here you go. I have, I bought the my preferred energy drink for D&D. It's just in my um, fridge, so I'm going to tell Keaton to bring it to me. Wow, you're going to text it to him? Mm-hmm. Hey, babe. You're not even going to type <laughs> it? You're going to speak into yeah. your phone? I am. <laughs> that is laziness. Can you bring me the energy drink that's in the refrigerator door? It's in a white bottle. Thanks, bye. <laughs> I hope it just says thanks with like three S's and then bye. With seven Y's. Yeah. You are led to John Chittle. Hello, John. John Chittle. John Chittle. John Chittle. John Chittle. John Jacob Chittle. John Boy Chittle. He stands up from his throne seeing you guys. Oh, welcome, welcome. It's about time you guys showed up. We've been waiting here for over a week for you guys. Greetings. It was not- Salutations. Not easy, uh, making it all this way, this long trek. We were attacked, uh, but we've made it with a couple extra new investments. You guys are going to give me an introduction with the king, right? Tell him how helpful I was with you. Wasn't that- and okay, whoa. so out of character. I'm sorry. What was that in exchange for? What were we doing him a favor for? Uh, so for leaving Slotkin and giving you the information. Oh, so we did get our end of the deal. Yeah, we may give you an introduction to the king, but he's not rather fond of slavery. You may not be received as well as you hope. That's not true at all. No, he does like slavery. Okay. Dinair, yeah, the human king. Oh, he's all for slavery. Oh, we, the human king, not not the king of Irie. Yeah. The human yeah, yeah. king. Dinair. So we're, so we can say we're on our way to Dinair now. We can just yeah. lie to him. Sure. We're in well, the human I mean, we're not really lying. Now. We are I mean, going to the with, capital. With a role, <laughs> uh, if you are we're, saying something like that, but because that would be deception, that's a skill check. You know, D&D. We are going to the king, though. Sure, 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 sure. Who's doing that? Who's saying that to him? Well, I would say you have an interesting choice of investment, Mr. Chittle. Oh, yeah, we sell fine art and some other items that I feel like Dynair would really appreciate and 
with his protection, of course, I feel like I could thrive in this land. Hmm. And what art have you commissioned your fine art from? What artists? This is, he points to one, uh, Brittany rolled a one on her perception check. I don't <laughs> have the names of any others. <clears throat> Make up some bullshit artist names. <laughs> Ronaldo Trafacante. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that John Chittle just makes up some poor shit artist names like his fucking some pseudo-Italian bullshit. This is The Climb by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I don't think we can actually even use that. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna be banned. <laughs> yeah, no, no Ariana Grande or Miley Cyrus. <laughs> so, uh... Will you guys, you guys, I mean, of course, will introduce me, right? Heading that way? Mm, perhaps. Uh, I must ask, are you selling any of these motions to the gnomes? <laughs> the, the artists? Yes. Oh, no, no. I can't sell them for anything less than 500 gold apiece. <laughs> Gideon would just laugh. <laughs> 500 gold? I think you get... You can get a plus one sword for five hundred gold. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here! <laughs> oh, you jest, surely. Fifty gold is more realistic. Wait, wait, wait. time out, yeah. time out, time out, time He's out. He's the out. master. He's the <laughs> out- master wait, merchant thief. Wait, wait, wait. Out of character. You just laughed because you could get a plus one sword for five hundred gold <laughs> for the price of a gnome. <laughs> for the price of a person. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to point out Gideon is lawful neutral. He is not good. <laughs> what else can this gnome do? Is it worth the price of a plus one sword? It's like f- 500 gold. <laughs> I, c- I could buy this purse for $500 or I could buy a fucking PlayStation 5. <laughs> what? So I'll, I'll give you 50. <laughs> Why would I waste that much money on someone's freedom? When I could just give myself <laughs> a useful tool. <laughs> if you're saying yes, is Gideon negotiating over the value of human life? That is correct. Maybe in another land, uh, these would be worth less. But in Dynair's fine kingdom, you can own them without hiding it. You can have them work. These are all artists. And uh, they do a fine job of it. Interesting. But Daenerys has a strange concept of value. Well, luckily, Mimi's feeling better about the plan to murder people um, at the prison. Uh, shall we rest for the night and take off in the morning? Oh, cool. He's trying to go with us. Yeah. So 500 gold per gnome. We're past that. What? Josh, we are not past this. <laughs> I don't know if Mimi's going to survive this episode. Is that the value for each one of these gnomes? Yes. Yes, of course. How much would you say you're worth? Mm. Hold on. Calculate. Fight. Gideon was trying to do this without killing people. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to do it without killing people. I would say at least 7,500, although my freedom is not up for negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> I, what would the point in that be? Well, I just wanted to offer a trade. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. What would that be? Their lives are yours. And I want to cast Conjure Animals. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> and I want to conjure eight wolves surrounding John Chittle. Okay. All right. How does that work? While Martin reads that rule, I will go use the uh, bathroom. Yeah. bathroom. Conjure animals. You summon face spirits that take the form of beasts and appear in unoccupied spaces that you can see within range. Choose one of the following options for what appears. One beast of challenge rating two or lower. Two beasts of challenge rating is one or lower. Four beasts of challenge rating half or lower. Eight beasts of challenge rating quarter or lower. Wolves are a quarter. Okay. Each beast is also considered fey, and it disappears when it drops to zero hit points or when the spell ends. The summon creatures are friendly to you and your companions. Roll initiative for the summon creatures as a group, uh, which has its own turns. They obey any verbal commands that you issue to them. No action required by you. If you don't issue any commands to them, they defend themselves from hostile creatures, but otherwise take no actions. DM has the character's statistics. I do. In fact. All right. So, I'm going to need everybody to roll... An initiative. I'll roll your wolf's initiative. 16. Nat 20 on the wolves. Yeah! Go wolves! Four. <laughs> Hopefully I got that bad roll out of the way now. I've gotten a lot of bad rolls out of the way, so I am excited for this fight. Did Martin kill us all while we, I was gone? We Pretty are much. just rolling initiative. Oh, good. Oh, so they're wolves, and uh, John Chittle did not take the threat very well. No. Gotcha. Uh, Martin, Crawlick, what'd you roll? I rolled, I'm checking my initiative, 3, 18, 21. Okay. Gideon? 18. Nice. This is how it's going to work. You summon the wolves. I'm going to make this a surprise round. You, the wolves, and the guards are all in this surprise round. Okay. Do the wolves attack, because they are up first. Because you threatened, and you summoned them. Are you waiting for him to back down? Or are you going to immediately attack? I mean, my thought was when I said the words and did the action that he would have a response. Mm-hmm. Do I see? Would I? Would I see the guards like like raise their crossbows or anything? Oh, the guards have been watching you this whole time. Well, I, I guess my my thing is like. Do they look poised to attack? Always, yeah. They're on guard. <laughs> they're guards. <laughs> That's their job. They're bodyguards to uh, John here. Uh, well, can wolves attack non-lethally? I- I'm gonna say no. Wait, you escalated this to a fight. Why do you not- <laughs> Just because you are controlling these wolves. Well, I- Or you're not directly controlling these wolves. You're I didn't think it would immediately be a fight. I thought that there would be, like, discussion. You did conjure, like, eight wolves. I did. It's a, like, it was a standoff. show of force. You know, it's like, it's like cocking the shotgun. Yeah, that's pretty threatening. Yeah. Only you just summoned eight shotguns around a guy, which, uh, seems even more threatening- <laughs> okay, so I might have just brought an ICBM to this fight. Yeah, you brought a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. And the knife fight really wasn't even a fight, it was more of a negotiation. This is nego- <laughs> I'm negotiating, I'm using the tools to negotiate. He didn't want to accept my offer, so I'm encouraging him uh-huh. to accept it. So the wolves are doing nothing, or are they attacking? Ah, oh, the wolves are going to attack, because of okay. like this guy. I'm assuming they're attacking John? 100%. Okay. And they all have pack tactics. Yeah, I know. Pack tactics. Pack tactics. Tense dice rolling. 
Ooh, nat 20 on that one. So four of them rush in and get to him, grabbing his arms and legs. Only four of them? 50%'s not bad, though. One of them did crit, though. Nice. He uh he hits the jugular. <laughs> Have we gotten everything we can get out of this person? We probably will. It's like a pinata. Well, Mimi likes that idea too. They, for the most part, other than the one that crit, did not seem to do as much damage as they you'd think they would. But John seems pretty damn hurt. For I mean, four wolves attacking him, I guess would hurt anyone. But you know, Crawleg. What would you like to do on your turn? Um, I would like to... I'm going to turn into a direwolf, and I'm going to... So you do. And I'm going to attack him. Roll to attack. First one's 19. That hits. Well, I was just rolling my advantage roll. Uh, so 19. That no longer hits. (laughs) Missed out. That is going to do 15 damage. Bam. Damn. John slumps in his throne. Or falls back into his throne. Is he dead? Maybe. Okay. Does he look dead? He very much appears dead. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Carleg, you can roll a perception. Yeah. Does it involve hearing or smell? Sure, hearing. Then I have advantage on it. But that's a natty 20. <laughs> so I don't... <laughs> He does not actually seem to be dead. His heart is still beating. Uh, you still hear a little bit of breathing, although he has slowed it tremendously. Do I hit him again? The impression that he's faking? Yeah, yeah. You would believe he's probably faking. Uh, you've seen it before. He got struck by a crossbow bolt before and did a beautiful performance of a dying man. So I can't speak because nope. I'm a wolf. You're a wolf. Uh, can I, in an attempt to signal the rest of the party, Uh uh can I just, like, raise the hair on the the back and, like, growl and, like, kind of do, like, the pointing stance of, like, a dog where, like, they put the tail out? Yeah, yeah, Roll a performance. Oh, fuck. (laughs) 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 Let me see how well you you accomplish this. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's gonna be a six. You attempt it, uh, not quite used to a direwolf form, but you uh, kind of like puff up your hair and you look like you just got blow dried. What is it, boy? Awesome. What do you see? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you did it! Gideon. Oh, wait, no. Surprise round. Guards! They are going to shoot at wolves. Wouldn't they be like, hey, we're not making money anymore. Our leader is dead. Why are we fighting? Dedicated guards. Well, they also probably know the deal. Because they know their boss. Oh, God. You guys right? ever sprained your... You get a lumbar sprain nope. in the middle of your back? It sucks. Nope. Sounds Don't awful. go sledding over ramps when you're 35. Four of the wolves... Or five of the wolves take bolts to their sides. Four of them drop to the ground. Oh, good. I think if they're dead, they just, like, dispel. Yeah. And puff into magic fairy dust. You also hear... Several guards rustling through tents behind you on top of the ten you already know about. Wolf's turn <laughs> are going to, I guess, go after a couple guards. The four left break into packs of two and go after two different guards. All four hit, and the last one was another nat 20. Nice. Pack tactics. Pack tactics. Pack tactics. 
both guards go down as these wolves turn and attack them as they're trying to reload their crossbows. Kralag. Um. John Chittle lays at your feet. I can change shape as a bonus action still, right? First, roll me a d20. Uh, what am I rolling? Just d20. 18. Okay. So are you changing? Uh, yes. Alright, roll me another d20. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, 12. Okay, yeah, you do that. What are you changing to? Uh, I'm gonna change into a brown bear. Okay. Because my pack has left me for guards. And I would then continue pummeling the slumped over corpse of this guy, because I... Know that he's not dead. <laughs> All right, roll to or roll your damage. You can double it. You crit. Oh, okay, so I roll a d8 plus four and two d6 plus four. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I only change into a dire wolf to get pack tactics. The first one is ten, and the second is. What are you doing down there, Mary? What? Roll the roll your dice again. He's got a dice no. rolling app. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Martin always looks like. That and so he does Josh. Looks like his masturbating. But Martin's is the most. Uh, and the second one was thirteen, so twenty six doubled, forty six damage. Good damn! Splat! You rip out his neck, and he <laughs> just—he can't be faking at this point. His death scene is very realistic. Yeah, I feel like Mimi might throw up a little bit, <laughs> but like not outwardly, just like swallows it back. Uh huh. Gideon. <laughs> We heard rustling in the tents behind us. Uh-huh. Gideon turns, palms a flask from his um, jacket, and throws it on one of the tents, and it bursts into flames. All right. Alchemist fire. Dope. All right. What's that do? 1d4 damage while they're in it. Okay. And they have to make a save each round. I didn't say in the player's handbook what the save is, just to make a dexterity save to not be on fire. I think there's just a rule to not be on a fire in the DMG, but I don't remember what it is. Going to say they really struggle while inside of a tent. Yeah. They're on fire. <laughs> so roll a d4. Four damage. All right. Anything else? Wait, he could do it. Th- well, no, it's throwing it as a standard action, so I don't think he can do anything else. Okay. So two of the guards stumble out of this tent on fire and just fall to the ground trying to escape as fast as possible, still on fire, still screaming. They're still alive, but they are burning. Do we smell it? Can we can we smell the burning? <laughs> Thanks, Martin. Thanks for that. <laughs> Smells like bacon. <laughs> okay. Two more burst out of another tent to your guys' uh, right. And the others, the six that are left, fire bolts at this bear. Uh-oh. Crawl What's your AC aggro. as a brown bear? As a brown bear, my AC is 11. Ouch. I'm a bullet sponge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damper sands will be roll dice. You get hit for 32 damage as six bolts just lodge into your side. Jesus. I'm still in bear form. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mimi, you got two gar- two guards just came out of the tent, six guards shooting crossbows, uh, two more burning on the ground. I mean, I guess I'm going to shoot some arrows. Uh, I get two actions, so I get to do it twice. And I will target... Well, let me just see if any of my spells are helpful. They're not. <laughs> the ones... A couple of the ones 
that are aiming at Big Bear. Mm-hmm. Bear okay, in so the big blue house. All right. Pew, pew. So 24. That hits. Cool. Um, oh, good. I hit for five. Okay, so, uh, and then I got a 21 on the next attack. That also hits. Same guy? Well, I didn't, I said it was two different guys, so okay. no, I All guess. Right. Um, 11. 11, okay. Anything else? Bonus action? Move? Is Penelope bonus action-y? Like, what's my deal with her? That's an actual action if I, like, used her for something, right? Not that I have anything to do I don't remember. with her right now. I don't. All right, well, then, yeah, I'm done for now. Pay attention to Beastmaster. Okay. It's John's turn. <laughs> he gurgles and dies even more. Uh, Tristan. Tr- Tristan. Tristan. He's there. He's thinking about it. He's doing that Josh thing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pull my sword and attack, I guess, the closest guard. Okay. One of them that was just hit by Mimi. Does a nine hit. That was a quick turn. It does not. You're a giant suit of armor. Do better. <laughs> the four wolves still remaining. Attack. Another Wolf is your kicking ass. Yeah. And they're friggin' made of nothing. They're made of fey. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Crawl that gets deeply Apologies offended. Apologies to all of the fey folk. <sighs> is an awfully roll-heavy episode. <laughs> it's not usually like this. So, Well, it do- didn't help that I added eight extra NPCs <laughs> to the Two more guards off the side just fall limp at the hands of these wolves. It also doesn't help that the actual guy that could fight uh, died in the first round. It's always Martin car- Martin's characters carrying us through these battles. <laughs> I p- I picked like all utility spells, and then Crawling. I saw conjure animals, and I was like, "And you also I picked this. fights." <laughs> I picked fights so I can win. It's fights. a fight we're winning. Crawling, 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 crawling. Tape your damn term. Oh, it's tape, my turn. tape your damn term. What is on the battlefield still? Two burning guys screaming. Two more that just came out of tents and. Six more still standing. Oh, uh, where are the wolves at? Standing over two freshly dead guards. How far away are they? 30 feet. They've been flanking on either side. Uh, I guess I'll just go up to the closest guard to me. Okay. That's the one right next to Tristan that he just swung and missed at. Swung it. Swung did. Swang. Swung did. Justin's been drinking. He's within 40 feet of me? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go up to him and do do things with my bare hands. That's not, I mean. <laughs> and my bare teeth. I like that. No. <laughs> Alright. Uh, does a 16 hit? That does in fact hit. So do you have disadvantage if you make uh, a pun? Okay, then that is gonna be 21, so that hits too. Uh, no, that does not. Oh, oh, darn. You missed the magic, like, there's a middle line there. I'm just gonna roll the dice, see what the dice say. 22 damage. Uh, Alright, yeah. You decapitate this guy with your bare hands. <laughs> I like it less now. Decapitation! With with an arrow in him, a bear paw going through him, he is down for the count. Gideon. Gideon, hi puppy. Um, 
Oh, baby! <laughs> Gideon reaches into his coat and draws out a parchment. Justin needs you to roll a d6 and divide it in half for me. Two. It is a second level spell and need you to roll a d100 and tell me what you get. <laughs> oh my god. A random spell? Why you make me do this much work? <laughs> oh, that would be a 19. 19. Uh, I don't know what that spell does. Let's find out what happens, <laughs> shall we? Oh my god, why is your dog so sweet? She is very cute. Is that the handicapped one? Yeah, she's a tripod. Yeah, she doesn't have a foot, right? And she's a tripod! Okay. Uh, a guard that he can see uh, has a twisted crown of jagged iron appear on his head and madness glow <laughs> oh, in his crown eyes. crown of madness? Yep. What okay. just happened? Why are you so good at this? He plays a little bit of D anD. d A little bit. <laughs> Can you read off Crown of Madness for me? Uh, yes. One humanoid in range must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw. The DC is um. Check my spell save DC. I think it's fifteen. It is fifteen. Failed. He must use his action on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that is an enemy of the spellcaster. Wow. Excuse you. <laughs> Do you go potty, sweetie? You aside. Is her name Sweetie? Her name is Aria. <laughs> I think it's my turn next. Uh, okay. It is, yeah. in fact, your turn. Well. It is the guard's turn. Excuse the fuck? No. I came before the guards. I didn't. You're right. Uh, the two guards on the ground finally stopped screaming. Because they're dead. Because they put themselves out. I'm just of kidding. Of their they're misery. Dead. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> the five guards left. Wait. Seven guards left. Start. Booking it into the forest around them. They have done nothing to any of you guys except shooting a bear and <laughs> half of their team is dead and their leader's gone. Mimi, rebuttal? Mimi, Mimi would love to check around and see if the guard who has the keys to unlock the slaves is one of the fallen so that we can unlock the slaves. And if not, then she's going to attack the... Roll runaways. an investigation real quick. Uh, god damn it, an eight! You have no clue. You can't see any keys around. I don't see Gideon keys! Calmly, Gideon calmly walks over to the first of the slaves and pops the lock of their manacles. So I see that we can get them without having the keys, and I do not, uh, I don't send any arrows after the guards. Wait, did the crown right. of madness fail? Yeah, 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 no, the seven are running. One has a sword raised high. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was like, I was like, wait a second, shouldn't this guard be trying to kill the other ones? Like, they're running, he's just running them down? 17 and a thievery check to unlock these chains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, pop them open. Uh, they're all chained to two different bars, so you unlock the bars themselves, and they release everybody. They're still chained up, but... Freed from the the actual bars. And over time, you guys find a set of keys on John Chittle and manage to <laughs> unlock all the individual chains, manacles. Okay, Mimi, like, is gonna go through and check on them and give them snacks and, and, and you know, check on their emotional well-being. Give them snacks. You guys free the slaves. Uh, search the camp and John and whatnot. Farin tells you guys that... Uh, Quinn and several of the others died in raiding the village. Whoa! I'm sorry. I wasn't in the right headspace for that. I was about to fix a drink. Well, now you gotta pour one out for your homies. That was in character. Mimi's literally. <laughs> 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 that actually 
actually, yeah, can I just <laughs> go back there? Yes, that was in character. Um, Mimi, Mimi would have been probably <laughs> sipping a flask at this point. Can you I must say that? that went smashingly well. Farron would be like, uh, so, thanks, uh, Quinn died along with a couple others when we were trying to free these other slaves from Slacken. Who is Slacken? <laughs> Farron's voice. Slacken's a town. No! I mean, then I Mimi gets her flask out. You sent a dragonborn and a bunch of kids to kill a bunch of guards out of town. Makes no sense. <laughs> Farren, I might kill you. <laughs> um, why doesn't it make sense? Uh, I guess they all died, so it doesn't really matter. You guys were scared to fight them. <laughs> and then on the way back, you're just like, hey, Quinn, I got a mission for you. That wasn't my idea, okay? I don't know whose idea that was. Also, Quinn was Josh, do you, Josh, do you endorse sending children on suicide missions? No, I don't. Trog would have. Yeah, but whose idea was it? Trog would have. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> I think it was uh, Talon's, to be honest. Okay, I think we deserve a night off, guys. <laughs> Let's have a celebration of life party. <laughs> and I like how there's like burning corpses, <laughs> just blood crackling. <laughs> I just want to say that Crawleg is walking around the camp with his four remaining wolves, just like in like a formation around him. Okay. Until they dispel after an hour. Yeah. Oh no, Talon's gonna be so upset. You know he had a crush on her. Gideon will have his unseen servant move bodies into a pit, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Unseen servant? You got an unseen servant? Is anybody checking John's body? Obviously. That's how we found the keys. You guys saw the keys, so I assume somebody checked it. Yeah, we're checking it out. And inside the tent to see if there's any useful information. You find... of papers. On his body, a club with gems encrusted in it, and a very lightweight metal armor. Metal like it's a solid piece of metal, or metal like it's rings or something? Metal as if it, like, rocks. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> it has like two guitars on the chest plate, like crossed. Yeah. And lightning. Special guest on Dapper Sands, Jack Black. <laughs> it is chainmail. Can I use detect magic on these items? Yeah, both are magic. You have detect magic? Yes, I have detect magic. Finally. You detect magic. That they're. <laughs> they are, in fact, magic. Hey guys. Okay, you, you, so you have to focus, and the more you focus on detect magic, and the longer you take, the more you can determine about the magic, like what school it is, what it does. It's Gryffindor. <laughs> you, did he find the Sorting Hat, Josh? <laughs> what schools of magic are they, Jay Dizzy? So the club, I'll just give it to you. The club, <laughs> whoever takes this, uh, write it down. You can make one attack with this club as a bonus action on each of your turns. Tristan will take that. Does it require attunement? It does not require attunement. Fancy. But the chainmail is a very, very light made or lightweight uh, chainmail made from what you can tell spider web. Ah, I believe that is a most useful and puissant armor. While wearing this armor, you have resistance to slashing damage. That's why the wolves weren't uh, all that great. Well, that wolves do piercing damage. 
Yeah, they do Depends piercing on the damage. attack. Yep. Well, so he would have I died mean, sooner. That was they cut still anyway, won. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, never wrong. It does slashing damage, and <laughs> you can wear it without having or uh, disadvantage on your stealth checks. This is still considered medium armor. Yes. I'll boo. It would be chainmail, just like so. It's not chain. elven chain. No, you can feel tiny vibrations. In the fibers, giving you advantage on wisdom perception checks while wearing it. So it gives you spider sense? Can anybody else use Mimi, it? I feel like I'm the only Mimi one who can. Mimi can use it. I think Mimi might be the only one I who think can so use too. it. I think so, too. Yep, absolutely Mimi could use it. All right, so let me just get... So resistance to slashing and advantage on wisdom and perception checks? At, what? Advantage on wisdom checks. Uh, I would say based off of sound. You are the uh, cup of water in the Jeep as the nice. Tyrannosaurus mm-hmm. Rex moves mm-hmm. towards you. Cool. I usually get talked out of taking stuff off of dead bodies because it would suit somebody else better. So that's exciting. Uh, who's taking the r- club? I think uh, Tristan. I did. Tristan? Yeah. All right. It basically lets you roll with her for a bonus attack. Lets you hit people really fast. I just imagine like you slash with your sword. And then all of a sudden reach in your cloak and pull out like a little yeah. billy club. <laughs> so are we going to like bury the bodies and have a party or what's happening? Are you? Gideon's just uh, moving the bodies out of distaste. Yeah, like, <laughs> couldn't we just move ourselves away from the situation? <laughs> just go across to the other side of the road. Just leave the burning camp and corpses just wander away. Bye. The wolves can burn the paintings. Our heroes! Just kind of wasn't me. Oh, by the way, you guys find probably a dozen, so like, put down 12 paintings worth around 50 gold each. Wait, these slaves actually make really valuable paintings? Oh yeah, they good. That's what the gnomes are made for. Er. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I'm channeling Didair. Known for. (laughs) That's only if we like take the paintings and sell them, right? Yeah. That we would get yeah. money for them, which we're probably not going to do, right? I will say we should leave the paintings as a source of income for these enterprising young folk. Thank you, I agree. But also, are we just leaving them? Like, we're not going to take them out like, I don't know. with That's us? That's kind of what I was waiting for. Um, They're definitely in danger in the human land. I will say, in the human land, anybody not human is in danger. No laws are protected for anyone non-human. We were only 30 minutes that. in from the border, right? Yeah. So can we escort them out of human land? Yeah, if that's what you want. Or we could just America it. We come in, we kill the leader, and then we just let them be. This is our land now. <laughs> Boom! You got freedom. Do something. I believe we should not take any incriminating evidence with us. We did just commit murder. But well, multiple murders, in fact. We didn't Justified kill any humans. murder. But definitely murder. You killed John Chittle. He was, in fact, a human. Allegedly. We allegedly killed John Chittle. Not proven. I saw no killing. I saw a pack of wolves come out of the forest. And in kill what direction did the guards go? Are they, like, they were. Not here. <laughs> yeah, they spread all over the place. Further into human. Okay, but they weren't. Yeah, I would love it if we could escort these gnomes out of the human area. It's a very short detail. I mean, so yeah, I we freed them. Just as well. run that way, little guys. <laughs> I mean, we, I did, will say we showed up, talked for five minutes, immediately mauled one of them to death with a wolves and a bear, set some others on fire. Okay, so. Yeah, no, probably terrifying. Wait a second, time out. 
Jake, you're thinking about this all wrong. Me and Mimi have already met these people. Yeah, this fight's so, been a brewing. So it wasn't, okay. it wasn't just we showed up and we're like, fuck you and killed the guy. That's more incriminating. Now we have knowledge and a motive. We, we gotta get we out of here. We met him before, and before we were like, fuck you, we should kill this guy. Didn't kill him, and now our contingency plan to have him- Gideon killed. is trying to help you cover up your crimes, alright? <laughs> our contingency plan <laughs> failed to put him out of power, so we're like, fuck you, we're gonna do it Your ourselves. contingency plan was sending children on a suicide mission. That was not us, that was Talon, okay? <laughs> I don't allegedly. think Mimi was aware allegedly that it was sending a suicide, suicide mission again. As your lawyer, I do not advise you to speak to the media about your alleged crimes against John Chittle. Uh. <laughs> this was this was in the wilds, and he received wilds justice in the form of wolves. Is it? You're literally on a major road from the king. We're off the road, though, and you're muted. Jake, Jake is muted. <laughs> I'm amazing. Yeah. The Fellowship of the Ring is on the way to Rivendell, and they meet some guys and just fucking kill them. <laughs> it's not just some guys, though. We've met them before. We should have killed them the first time. I was really all for have. just heat metal in. Mary and Pippin are standing through a burning corpse on their way out on their first quest. And they were all like, no, we shouldn't do this. And I was like, fine. And I gave him the option. I offered a trade. Hey, it, it, I will be honest, uh, Gideon was 100% planning on killing Johnny yeah. asleep. I so. fully <laughs> expected this to be a nighttime fight. You guys destroyed regardless. G- Gideon was going to take first watch, wander over to John's tent, and then cut <laughs> yeah. his throat. So. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. But now... Martin, as a human, <laughs> has no like pre-planning in his uh, actions when it comes to aggressively attacking whatever possible. I'm not a murder hobo, though. Even if this it's a bunch of horses. It. <laughs> this guy deserved it. No one we cared about was hurt. It worked out. This is an NPC that was a piece of garbage. <laughs> and I got a really cool spell that I gotta use! <laughs> How is Big Bear doing? You took 33 damage at some point, right? Like, are oh, you good? My So my health as a bear... When I turn uh-huh. back into a human, my health is the same. As- Roll oh. a d20. 16? Yeah, yeah, you turn back into a human perfectly fine. Although you are an elf, so that or- was weird that you <laughs> changed into a human. <laughs> <laughs> I meant change back to normal. <laughs> oh god, I'm human! <laughs> Where are my ears? He's just trying to blend in. He's trying to blend in in the not, human land. Gonna die thing. in like 50 years of a stroke. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I should have died 150 years ago. <laughs> Tristan is kind of thinking to himself, like, at, since he's just joined this party, he's kind of thinking to himself, I wonder if every group we meet, we just kill yeah. them. <laughs> uh, if they have slave artists, like, is that, probably. Is that, is that my life now? <laughs> so, you guys lead these. Slaves back into the king Tarum. I'm calling it Tarum. I can't remember if Tarum is the whole fucking continent or this one country, but I'm saying Tarum. If not, some Warcraft shit right I'll there. I'll just fucking bleep all of this, just all of it. And it's like everyone playing Warcraft or War- World of Warcraft, being like, "Wait, wasn't Azeroth a kingdom?" And you're like, "Shut up! <laughs> it's, it's the continent." 
I mean, I made, I named this. I can change this name as much as I want. I brought it into this world. I can take it out. It's a fluid name. Yeah. You lead them out. They know the way to Irie. And from Irie, they plan on making it back to the Gnome Lands. Twelve of them carrying a giant Yeah, each picture. of them carrying mm-hmm. a beautiful painted mm-hmm. picture. All, all the same picture, mostly, but... <laughs> It's just the countryside. Well, I do believe these kids on this mission will be a lot more successful than the last kids that we sent on a mission. Yes, Trog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys travel back deeper into Dynair's country. I named it at some point. But what's the point of naming things if you don't remember? Diaper uh, sounds, everyone. <laughs> The only DM without a notebook. So my problem is, is I got Google Docs, and I don't want to back out of this one to find or go through my other docs to see which one is which. Don't you have multiple? I would like to take this moment as a special guest star to plug. It's a tool that allows you to create CSS documents they have not to paid organize us. your world. They have not paid us. This is not going in. Fine. I use... It's really good. Justin, you should try using... Anyway, really good. so Google Docs are uh, <laughs> telling me that you just guys, is like fuck you. Your tools cost money. You Google guys travel. You guys travel down the road. Every town you pass, like claims they're the best at whatever. They have some special technology bought off of the gnomes or whatever. Claim to have the largest, you know, popsicle or the best Bought textiles. Because the, the humans sound like they don't buy anything from them. It sounds like they just steal it. You do notice as you're traveling that, like, there are chain gangs of different races cleaning up the road with a couple of humans on horsebacks uh, watching them. So, like, every road is Cool Hand Luke? Yeah. Okay. What's Cool Hand Luke? Martin, you're dead to me. Hi, I'm Luke. This is my hand. Isn't it cool? Cool hand Luke is about a guy who's a chain gang. Yeah. It's a good movie. They seem... Is that Paul Newman? Yes. They seem to be keeping the road immaculate as you pass by. As you get deeper into the country, closer to King's Peak, which is on the far east coast, or west west coast. West coast. I made that joke too many times now because I can't remember which uh. direction everything is. But I know this one is west. What kind of compass are you reading, lad? Closer and closer to King's Peak, the capital city, which is on the far west. You get more and more looks as a elf and a gnome travel without chains through this country. Could Gideon pass off our non-human characters as uh, aristocratic servants? So you would know, in this land, generally the servants or slaves have either tattoos or manacles. It's one or the other. They'd have a tattoo on their forehead showing that this is owned by whoever, kind of like a brand to a cattle. Gideon will use a minor image to put illusory tattoos on their foreheads. They're fake. All right. As you get deeper, it seems like the people have uh, drunk in the slavery Kool-Aid more and more. That should work, right? Because a minor image is broken by touch. How would you tell it's fake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody would bat an eye to that. As long as you as a human are with them, 
Tristan kind of gives off a human vibe. There's no real knowing of what the hell he is, because he's just a giant suit of armor. I imagine Tristan is scary enough, no one's going to be like... Yeah, that too. Yeah. Can Tristan get a fake tattoo anyway? <laughs> like, just above his pants line in the back? <laughs> Tramp stamp! <laughs> so, uh, as he bends over, his whale tail shows. Tristan built a robot body and has a dump truck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his charisma is pretty high. I feel like you wouldn't need one at that People point. People just seem to like All him. his charisma is just his butt. <laughs> so sorry for derailing. No, this is this is the podcast. This is one hundred percent. We've accomplished far more than I planned for. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, he was still expecting us to be talking to the guy in the forest. You you <laughs> finished the fight well before I planned on you starting it. Glad I planned ahead and wrote this whole thing. I wrote the whole campaign arc. So Wait, so were you good. planning on us fighting him at all? I planned on there being a possibility. I don't think, I hope our party was not planning on working with the evil slaver. No. They have before. One night, two days away from the city. You guys camp. I assume you guys have some set or some kind of uh, watch. I only have to meditate for four oh, hours, yeah. so I'd say second watch. Who's up? I think that's crawl egg. Crawl egg. Crawl egg. Roll me a perception check. I'm real good at perception. <laughs> that is a twenty-six. Damn. What do my elves eyes see? Nope. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's what you see. I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> You're not a Durgar looking in a cave that's seeing an island a mile away in the dark. <laughs> you don't have those kind of eyes. <laughs> At least he saw the corpse that he could make a boat out of. Jake's just hearing all these jokes that he has no clue what we're talking about. I'll learn eventually. So, you see, let me set this up. Crawlag. Crawlag. <laughs> Crawlag. <laughs> I gotta try and get the voice in case I have to talk. <laughs> Say it every time someone says your name. Crawlag. Crawlag. You st- <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I didn't do it. <laughs> it's me. I'll mute myself. <laughs> Don't do it! Crawlag. Crawlag. Uh. Crawleg, you are on watch. You stare out into the woods and fields next to you, and all of a sudden you see red glows, little red orbs, about 20 of them all around you, appearing at the same time, coming out from behind trees and out of bushes. Like, does it look like torches are causing these glows? It looks like eyes. They look like eyes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Several of them <laughs> you see pop out, and they have some kind of demonic mask with red glowing eyes. Well, fuck. Thank you for listening to Dean Versailles. Leave a five-star review. Thank you. Also, I made a song. Here you go. This is why our episodes take forever to get out. Bye. World star <laughs> moment. <laughs>
I should probably be invisible. I'm made of titanium. Good afternoon, you kinky fiend. Is this the void? I should probably be invisible. Is this the void? And that's how Josh's wife got pregnant.